Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we're back. We are back. (laughs) Episode 12. Episode 12. My gosh. This is awesome. (laughs) It is. We're, (laughs) we're, we're, we're building. (laughs) We are building and we hope that you guys are enjoying what you're listening to. And, you know, the only way though, that we'll know if you're enjoying is if you leave a review or you comment or you share. So please let us know how we're doing. <laughs> we feel good. We just I mean, I'm having fun. <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm having a great time. I don't know how they're feeling. But really, while, while yes, we want to have a good time, we also want the listener to, this is, is for fun, but also for information. So share, please let exactly. us know. Give us some reviews so we can get your feedback. But yeah. So I have a good one for you today. Mm. This is the do's and don'ts of rehearsing a band. <laughs> the do's and do- are there don'ts? Are, are there really oh, don'ts there are of don'ts. rehearsing? There are oh, you don'ts. Mean, oh, you mean don'ts like the things not to do during rehearsal? Exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So mm. <laughs> this. This is a a, a topic fraught with a lot of memories (laughs) and and experiences, uh, good and bad. But um, first, before we even uh, tackle that that concept, uh, I want to um, first pose the question, why is rehearsal necessary? It's kind of sad that we even have to ask that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) you know, come on, you know, I mean, rehearsal is necessary because it's life. I mean, you're, you're, this is, this is a craft and, you know, you, you, you have to be able, uh, what's the word? What what do I want to say? Um, I used to have a teacher that would say repetition, saturation, repetition, saturation, meaning the more you repeat, the more you do, the more natural, the more instinctual, the more. So rehearsal is that it's, it's homework. It's like, you know, you can't do well on your test if you haven't done any studying. I mean, you know, you, you've Mm got to, and you, and, and not just studying, but actually practicing whatever it is that you're trying to get in your brain. So, um, it's just critical to me. I'm a huge, you know, don't, don't even go to my band cause they know I'm a, I'm the rehearsal queen. <laughs> I love me some rehearsal. <laughs> no, I, and when I say that, I don't mean like I like, cause there, cause when we'll go into this, the do's and don'ts, because there is a very, very ineffective way to have a rehearsal. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and then there's very effective, but um, I just think it's what allows you to have the comfort that you need to be, to, to have your craft really presented. You know, it's, for me, it's about building my comfort and, and, um, my, mm-hmm. yeah, my, my understanding yeah. of what I'm doing. Yeah. 
So I, I actually have a, a list of questions so we can we can okay. keep this uh, keep pretty contained. Mm -hmm. But I have um, I want to add my two cents for mm, yes, necessary the necessity of rehearsal. It's think of it as uh, an athlete um, or, you know, just if you're training to if you're a tennis pro, if you're a football, basketball, how many times did Michael Jordan practice a free throw? Right. Um, you know, it's really what you're doing is building muscle memory. That's what right. practice is. Right. And, and you're also building a habit. Right. So when you go on stage, there's so many variables that happen on stage from the sound not being right or uh, fi finding out where you're going to stand on stage mm -hmm. um, to something else could, could happen to totally throw your mind off uh, when you're going to perform. And if you've rehearsed uh, consistently, regularly, then the performance is, is an afterthought. Yep. It's just yep. you're walking up on stage and doing yep. what you've been doing for the past whatever months. Yep. And it just it just happens. Yeah. So that's that's the level of rehearsal that you need to be looking to do. And that's why it's necessary. So in, in that vein, the next question is, how many times should you rehearse before a show? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. Well, again, you know, it depends. The familiar, it depends. Um, you know, obviously, if you, for me as a vocalist who, you know, does live performance with live instruments, um, I do have um, my band or my group of musicians that I play with. We, we play with regularly. Um, I have a repertoire. So there's, you know, songs that they've known and we've gone through many many times before so now we really only have to rehearse we do one strong rehearsal right before um you know a per you know whatever performance or stream of performances that we've got um if we haven't seen each other in several months um we may if i'm and if i add maybe something to the repertoire that we've never done or that we um, have only done once before you know we kind of do the rehearsal we see how it feels if it felt really off we may schedule a second one just to make sure we're tight. Mm -hmm. But that's where I'm at with that. Um, when I was first starting out, though, no, I, I actually had weekly rehearsals um, with mm -hmm. my band so that we could do everything that Will just said to get to the place where everybody was comfortable. And to me, rehearsal, like there's practice and then there's rehearsal. So practice yeah, ain't yeah. rehearsal <laughs> so you know practice right, is right. when you're sitting on your own and you're you know you're really building the muscle you know the the for for that for your craft you know and you need to be doing that to me rehearsal is about ensemble it's about now you know let's come together it's kind of like the study group so you have the mm -hmm. studying but then you have the study group and you know the study group is the one that is going to be really, you're, you're not going back. Well, what chapter was that on? You know, <laughs> you're not going right, back. Right. Well, where did, I don't remember ever learning that word. No. So when you come together for rehearsal, we should have all gone through this music. I wonder if I come up here, this rehearsal tell me that I haven't listened to one thing. <laughs> it's one thing. If you tell me one song, you just, you didn't listen or you didn't know was on the list. We can work that out. But when you're coming to me and we're going through each song, you're like, Oh, I didn't. Oh, oh, oh uh, no, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to, I don't want to hear that. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my experience, it's been, so, I've had many different types of rehearsal experiences. Uh, one, I was part of a, a rock band that rehearsed every week. 
Um, and that was sort of like a, a culture. You know, you're just you eat, whether you have a show or not, you're rehearsing every week. Right. And and then when when a show happens, you're already ready. Right. Uh, right. Then I had my my jazz group. And this speaks to the level of musicianship. Um, we, we were playing straight ahead jazz. So uh, the, the musicians that I had in my band, they were were top level musicians. They, right. they could read music. Right. Uh, they could in- interpret it, you know, pretty much after the third time they could in- right. interpret, they, they, they got it down. Right. So, and uh, that's, we and didn't, you're making such a good much. point. Go ahead. Yes. That's, that's it. That's the key for the number. That's how you determine, um, when you're dealing with a group of musicians who are very high skilled, very well trained, very active, you know, this is their full-time thing. They read music, all of that. Yeah, you should be fine with a rehearsal. You know, I mean, before um, I even still, even with that level of musicianship, I still want to have at least an opportunity to go through the songs. Um, I would do at least two, two two rehearsals with that level. And and it also depends on the the challenging nature of the music. So uh, so given that level of musicians, musicianship, I had a show where I composed a piece for um, Step Africa. And it's a, it's a long piece. It's a long composed piece that had a lot of changes, a lot of actually uh, uh, meter changes in it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a very complex mm-hmm. piece and it didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of improvisation. Mm-hmm. So we rehearsed a lot for that because, right. you know, exactly. it, there's a lot of moving parts to that. So that, that's one thing to think about. And, and, and also, um, I was when when I did uh, the shows with Fred Hammond, um, they had month long rehearsals yep. before a show, yep, uh, before yep. a tour. So before yep. he went on tour, uh, everybody flew out to Detroit and we, for a month, all yep. week yep. rehearsals, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> all week, <laughs> yep. I was going to say when you're doing major tours um, and, you know, tours mean, you know, obviously you're and when I say major, I mean, like, you know, Fred Hammond, obviously is a major, major, you know, artist in in gospel. Um, So, you know, there is a whole it's more than is that did you sing on key? I mean, or did you say the right lyric is a show at this point? So, you know, the way the transitions go, you know, how you're going to move. Um, at that level, you're having music directors, so they've got to really get um, to make sure things are in- incredibly tight um, and move according to the set list and according to um, how the artist, you know, how they know the artist needs to move through the songs. So a lot of it is timing um, and, and, you know, so it may be that you know the song, but we've now got to create the show. <laughs> right. And so right. and, and I think that's probably for me, you know, where I really I, I, I try to impress upon musicians that I work with that this isn't just about you guys playing the right note. Like, I know you know Mary Had a Little Lamb. Like, I know you know that song. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know you know it. I know it too. But that's not really, you know, my rehearsal is because now we got to feel it. We got to be locked yep. in. Our transitions Together. have to be tight. Yes. I don't want to have to be turning my head, looking at you every minute saying, oh, my God, did you remember that we're going to, you know, we're going to go back to, you know, no, I don't want to do that. Like we so the rehearsal becomes more about, you know, us just being in sync and it's us it's, it's, it's getting a show rather, you know, together, mm-hmm. not just we did a song, you know, because I want people when they come to my shows, at least to have a show, you know, I want them to have an experience. Right, right. Um, and I still have to work on that because, um, you know, I, 
it's hard when you're building as an independent artist. It's hard trying to always have the same musicians, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. And so sometimes you have to have, you know, maybe a different keyboardist or a different drummer. Right, right. And so, that you know, continuity. Yeah. yeah, that continuity, you know, so when you're building, you know, it, it can feel wacky, but, but rehearsal is, is supposed to kind of help, help the wacky. You know, yeah, it's yeah. supposed to help the wacky. So what you, you mentioned getting, getting a musical director, what, uh, what, what is a musical director? Uh, and also, when should you get a musical director? Mm. Well, a musical director is really the person of, of the group or of the band, whether it be the drummer, the keyboard player, whoever. Um, I've had guitar. I've had every instrument type of instrumentalist be a musical director. So don't feel like that has to be the keyboardist or it has to be the whatever. Right. It can be anybody. Um, but that person is in charge of really they should be <laughs> in charge of organizing pretty much everything from the rehearsal to the pieces, to the order of the set list, to how the they're kind of conducting and directing the rehearsal, um, making sure the parts are tight, making sure um, the transitions are right. They're the one that you should be looking at when, you know, you are trying to look for transitions and cues and all of that. So they're kind of, they're, they're the, the leader. They're the one that is directing. And, and, you know, when I've had music directors, I still provide the input of this is the set list I want. These are the songs I mm-hmm, want. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the order I suggest, you know, I think, and what I, how I would like it to flow, but I'm open to hearing, you know. And then from there, I should just be able to let go. You know, that music right. director at that point should be calling the rehearsals. Um, a lot of times what will happen is, um, depending on what it kind of thing I'm doing, the music director, like when you were talking about a more complex piece, um, mm-hmm. the music director will have a band, just band only, you know, rehearsal before having to bring me in as a vocalist right. or right. the background vocalist or whatever. Um, and then we'll have another rehearsal for everybody. But that music director should be um, be doing the communication the emailing, the texting, the making sure that everybody has the charts and the MP3s and the files. And, and that that's the thing. I mean, musicians are a whole different animal. It's really like uh, herding cats because <laughs> uh, <laughs> musicians have their own uh, their own schedules, their own thought process. Right. And uh, you need someone who speaks that language. Yeah. Um, if you're right. not a musician then you need if if you're just a you know uh if if usually vocalists uh mm-hmm. definitely need a musical director mm-hmm. because they need an instrumentalist to talk to the instrumentalists right. um because it's just it, it can really a lot of things get lost in translation yep. um and instrumentalists just have a certain way of of, of communicating of acting so and a musical director will organize the the band members and get them in sync and yep. make sure that they they have their music ready for any any performance, but in in more importantly the rehearsal. And yeah. so, uh, in in that vein, um, if you have a large group, uh, normally we're talking about smaller groups, but actually if you have a large group like a mm-hmm. big band or something like that, then you need section leaders on top yeah, of a musical director. Exactly, exactly, right. 
So these are these yeah. are things to think about. So it's I, like a business. I serve you know, kind of as managers. You know, I'm. I would say now, you know, if it's a smaller show and it's, uh, you know, or even just a more routine. And when I say routine, meaning you know, we got booked for a show. Maybe it's in another city. Um, but we're going to, you know, it's it's more traditional in the sense that we're not going off our repertoire really far. or We're not um, adding in, you know, uh, a track to go underneath or all these, you know, we're kind of doing. Then I usually set up, you know, still the rehearsal and the, you know, um, the music and make sure everybody has the set list and everything like that. But if we are going a little bit off the, the radar, my keyboardist that I play with, he serves as my music director. And I will call him to be that when I know either if I know that I'm planning multiple shows and my head is just, you know, I can't do all that. Like I need you to, to set uh-huh. this up. Or like I said, if we've got new material and I, you know, I need what you just said. I need an instrumentalist talking to the instrumentalist in terms of how this music should roll. Um, and so, you know, and so you have to look at then also who a part of your band or who a part of your group is the more who can do that. You know, you can't, you don't want to be pulling people in positions, making them music director cause you're my boyfriend, but he don't know how to do nothing. You know what I mean? You're like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pull somebody who, who actually knows how to do that. Um, and who, and it's even better if they, if they've had experience, um, in being right, music right. directors. Yeah. So just to add to that section leader concept, uh, the rock band that I was in and in Fred Hammond's band, uh, each section actually had their own sectional rehearsals. Uh, Mm -hmm. The rhythm section had their own rehearsals and the the horn section had their own rehearsals. And then the back, the vocalist, background vocalist had their own rehearsals. Mm. So uh, all these things really helped to make the, the overall sound sound really tight. Right. And and that's right. what you're trying you're trying to go for. So in in that vein, um, how long do you think rehearsals should be? Okay, so now this is where I do get more. I, I don't like long rehearsals. I, I, exactly. I it would just it wears me out, and I think it wears everybody out. You know, you get into fatigue. So this is why I say come to these rehearsals prepared. I don't want to hear that. I don't know. I never heard this song before. Like I because because that tells me. <laughs> That tells me in my head this rehearsal is going to be a whole extra because, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it also kind of depends on which instrumentalist is telling me they don't know the song. So, like, if it's the drummer, then a lot of times the drummers, once they feel what the song is doing, they just need to learn the transitions and then they're, they're, they're cool. But if it's a keyboardist telling me, and my songs are heavy keyboard. They're heavy, heavy keyboard. So if I'm told that a he- that the keyboard is like, I don't know that song, oh, Lord. You know, I mean, cause, because, mm. you know, and now, and not to say my keyboardist is um, freaking amazing and he can pick up on things. I-, I mean, he hears it once and he's straight, you know, and plus he's a, you know, he charts, he writes it, he's got it. You know, even if it's something he's not familiar right, with. Right. He's got it. But I've been in situations where maybe, you know, a player did not chart or did not, who needs more time with music to get it. Whew. So I am very much, I, I always, in fact, I have a couple shows coming up um, in September, early September. So I just sent out my, my long email to my band and I even put notes to the song. This is a song we've never played. (laughs) Please listen to this song. (laughs) Do Uh not come to rehearsal and tell me you didn't see this. You know, I, because time wise, two hours is about my max. When we start having to go over two hours, I'm, 
yeah. And, and uh, for no, vocalists, you get the fatigue on your voice, and you got to be careful with that right, too. You right. can't be wearing out your vo- your vocals for rehearsal. And that that's that was the other question. How many songs do you do during a rehearsal? Mm-hmm. I, I do it more in time, meaning two hours. What I, what can I get in two, two hours? hours? <laughs> what can you get done in two hours? Yeah. So, what can so I get the, in two the, hours? The, the reason I, I say that and brought that question in because that there was a, a situation. Um, it was, it was a, a church actually that I was uh, playing at, and I so n- nobody should feel called out because I've played at many different churches, so nobody knows who it is. <laughs> uh, but they had a rehearsal. And, and, you know, they, they called me for the gig and, uh, that's why I did, I never played at that church after that because, <laughs> uh, the, the rehearsal was, was just unorganized and yeah. it was just like, yeah. uh, and that's what happens to musicians. They feel like their time is being wasted. And, right. uh, right. if you're not on top of the game and, and, you know, they had like, I don't know how many songs they were trying to rehearse during the rehearsal then they've started rehearsal late. They actually got a, the wrong place to rehearse in. And uh, oh, it was just a Lord. And see those yeah. right there. Will see that. Yeah. See that. that. See, so, you, so, you know, my struggle. So that's yeah. why Ooh. I said no more. <laughs> yeah. And you, I think, you know, there's a part of that, that you must go through. You, you, I think every musician, every artist needs to experience that. You have to, it's part of your stripes and badges and scars <laughs> in becoming because <laughs> you need to be able to experience things so that you know you learn from these lessons and you don't repeat them. Right. I am not I don't repeat that. So I don't put myself I try really really hard not to repeat really really messed up situations. Exactly. Um and and <laughs> rehearsals can be frightening if they're not organized. Um, and this is why I think that for musicians, yes, there has put, you said it exactly. They don't want to waste their time. And so what ends up happening is you can have some musicians who are trying to say, we don't need a rehearsal because in their head, they're like, I don't want to be sitting up here with some jankiness. Like I want to be, yeah, I got, exactly. I got other gigs. I got other life. I could be spent. I'm not getting paid for this because some, not all rehearsals are paid for, you know? Um, and so I might, I'm not going to eat, you know, all all these things. And so I try to be really sensitive to that. And I, and I, I try to promise musicians who've never worked with me. I'm like, listen, I'm not that, I'm not that singer. Like I'm right, going to come right. in and I'm going to know my parts. And if I don't know my parts, we're not going to do that song. I'm not going to put you right. through that <laughs> because <laughs> it's just not, you know, it's not worth it. I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, I need you to be focused for the two hours that I'm asking. And it might be less than two hours because yeah, I if too. you know this, if you, yeah, right. I don't want to go. I don't, don't want to be here all day either. So you know, let's let's just really focus. Um, and I also treat. And I don't know if this is one of your questions, but I treat all of my her- rehearsals like they're dress rehearsals. Um, yep. meaning I need you to show up. I don't want you to be sitting up here and just tiki, 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 tiki. You know, I need you to play it as uh-huh. if 10,000 people are in front of you. And I learned yep. that from our choir director, um, William, our rehearsals were so intense and he is probably what, honestly, it's that experience. If there is nothing else that registers high, in, in, in how my work at work ethic was built was those rehearsals. It taught me so much about focus and tenacity and, and showing up and not treating a rehearsal like it's just busy work, but that it's, right. 
you know, this is preparing you this. You should be doing this rehearsal. So I stand up in my rehearsals. I, I will I will do some stage presence stuff, you know, at points mm-hmm. of my rehearsal, not the whole one, but at points so I can test out, you know, how does this song feel right. on me? Right. You know, um, and it's, it's important. So I tell my band all the time, I'm like, you know, and, and when I say get into it, that doesn't mean loud. You know, that doesn't mean we're going to play louder now, this rehearsal. That means we're just going to play. <laughs> we're going to play, play, play like with intensity. we're in front of audience. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're gonna, you, how, how you perform is how, how you practice is how you perform. So absolutely. You have to do it. You have to absolutely. do it. Absolutely. Amen. And, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Um, depending on the show, uh, I actually do um, budget to pay musicians for rehearsals. Yeah. And um, and the reason is because I, I want them to feel like they're not wasting their time right. and that I do value their time and that uh, I, I, I put, you know, depending on the show and depending on how much budget we're getting. Um, you know, I'll pay, pay musicians either between, you know, 25 to $50 for a rehearsal. Uh, that's not all the time. So if I call you for a gig, <laughs> don't always expect <laughs> don't that. Don't be saying, hey, you said <laughs> on, it, your <laughs> on your podcast. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it depends on the gig and depends on the budget. But uh, I, I do try to put that in there. Um and I think, and, and definitely with the, the Step Africa one, I did where it was a very oh, complicated yeah. piece. Yeah. Uh, they they got paid for rehearsal. So yeah, no, that's the same with me. That's the exact same with me. Um, there's certain, you know, def- for, for as a vocalist because there's so many times that I have to perform with bands that I've never played with before. Um, and I don't even know them, you know, at all. And so, and they're having to learn original, you know, material. So it's not just a bunch right. of covers that they're learning. Um, then yeah, I. I typically, you know, there will be some type of payment. Um, and I always ask. And there's sometimes bands are saying, you know, no, we're good. Don't worry about it. Um, other times it's like, oh, you know, given what you're paying us for the gig, you know, don't worry about it. We're good. Um, if I know right. that I'm paying, having to pay kind of low on the gig, then I really do try to push, you know, for that. Um, it's a different, you know, my, my home band, I mean, we're together a lot. So it's, you know, it's just a different, it's a different vibe, you know, right, it's a different right. space. But um, if it's something like what you just explained, um, yeah, very and challenging I, big piece. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. yeah. Well, and and hopefully y'all will get to the level of the uh, Michael Jacksons and the the Rolling Stones and the other uh, the Princes, where <laughs> you can have musicians on retainer. Yes, <laughs> yeah. They uh, they are paid throughout the year yeah. to be in your band, and they rehearse. And they only play for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so. Yep. so you don't have to worry about this whole, are you going to be able to come to this show? And I, I you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, that's obviously a very desirable uh, position for instrumentalists, you know, to get on those types of acts um, mm-hmm. where they don't have to worry about this no more. You know, they don't have to worry Six about over scheduling. Six months out of the year, yep. they know exactly <laughs> they where know the money's exactly coming where from. the money's coming from. And they know exactly who they're committed to. So they're not yep. having to, you know, scramble all over the place. You know, they they know this is this is this is my gig. Like this is this is my job right now. Um, I I have a friend who uh, is kind of in that position. He said it's kind of golden handcuffs 
to a certain degree because um, he has some individual things that he wants to do. But because he's on a really, 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 really wonderful, (laughs) he's part of a really high profile (laughs) um, jazz artist. You know, he's going all over the world with this artist and is most likely on retainer. Um, You know, so it's funny. I've tried to ask him to do a couple things and he's like, ah, the golden yeah. handcuffs got me. I can't <laughs> can't do nothing outside of that. So you know that's it's a it's a bittersweet, but I probably would say more sweet than bitter, because um, you know he's able to do what yeah, he yeah. loves to do. So yeah, but so as we're winding down the time, I'm just gonna um, uh, comment on on the last couple of questions I had, and then you can add your your side mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think uh, rehearsing places to rehearse, I think it's uh, great to get a spot that's outside of your house Mm -hmm. um, to, to find a place to rehearse. But if that's all you have, that's all you have. So, um, but it's it's always nice to have a different area that has the correct sound set up so you can actually hear what it's going to sound like on, on a stage uh, in a performance. Um, Also doing a full rehearsal before a show I don't think that's the wisest thing to do, especially for vocalists. You can add right. something to that. Right. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't. No, absolutely. I mean, I it, it's for a lot of reasons. I mean, for obviously the vocal integrity. Yes. You know, singing all hard, <clears throat> doing a whole full voice rehearsal right before, you know, no. Um, try to avoid that if you can. Sometimes time and people's schedules just don't permit, though, that. And you have to you, right. you get kind of forced in that position. Um the the other thing is, you know, I, what I try to do very hard is reha- set my rehearsal maybe a week, five to seven days prior. Like I have a show coming up, you know, I've proposed a date uh, that's a, a strong five days prior. Um, we have I have somebody else who's going to be subbing for drum for drums that uh, for this particular mm-hmm. set. Um, so if it were my regular band, we probably could just meet up two days before the show. We're good you know, move forward. But because um, we have somebody subbing, I'm like, let me give it more room because during the rehearsal, if for some reason, because again, I don't do more than two hours and, and my band knows this. When the two hour <laughs> clicks, Kenya's like, oh, well, <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> woo, guess we're not going to do that song. You know, I mean, because I just, I get really like, uh, you know, I think my, just my attention span, unless I know I just have to have to. But um, anyway, and that's why I always start my rehearsals with the most important music up first to rehearse. Those things. Right. If you're trying to figure out the order of the songs that you need to rehearse, I always do the songs in order of complexity first um, so that I have my highest energy at that point. And so that if by the end of my little two hour Cinderella, I'm going to turn into a pumpkin. Um, you know, if, I've, <laughs> if, if by that point, if I've now saved the songs that we that are easier and simpler or that we got a little bit more readily, then I don't feel as bad as if we didn't get through it all the way. Right. Um, right. But we did it. We're doing earlier because this way now we'll have if if during this Monday rehearsal or this Tuesday rehearsal, something doesn't jive right. We still have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You know, we still have time if we need to call another rehearsal. Um, And so I will do that a lot of times, too. Um, But again, you guys, this wasn't in a book. I didn't read to do this. This all was complete trial and error and and going through um, (laughs) complete catastrophe you know type of rehearsals and shows um or shows that were not rehearsed you know i those were just so many lessons and so that's kind of how i've built my kind of work ethic around rehearsals but please rehearse please that final you know thought for me at least is 
build rehearsal, build practice time, which is just you and your instrument and your craft, your voice, whatever. Um, right. And then, you know, build time for rehearsal. And instrumentalists, if you could please, please just be a little gracious and kind to the vocalist. Because a lot of times we, while you guys will know the music, we we need to feel you and we need to feel comfortable with you. Um, right. And so, you know, I, I get a lot of vocalists who get who get scared to ask their bands or musicians to practice or to, to rehearse. And so they'll just let themselves get up on the stage without having done, you know, an adequate rehearsal or adequate number of times rehearsals. And you just really have to stand up for yourself and say, no, I need this so that I can feel yeah. comfortable with where I am. And if the musician is, you know, all just uh, the whole time, then don't work with that musician. There are plenty of other musicians out there. Um, So, yeah. Yep. And and uh, one last thing I wanted to to give everybody is the best way for me. And I I think this really works efficiently in um, in most sense, most cases, best way to rehearse a song. And that's to practice the intros and the exits first. Mm-hmm. Make sure those are tight. Then go to the challenging sections. Anything that may be you know musically difficult, any meter temp changes, tempo changes, uh, breaks, all that stuff. Then do the full song. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the thing that's worked for me a lot, and it actually makes the rehearsing go faster nice. uh, because you just lock everything in and uh, and you you know rinse and repeat. How many times if stuff didn't didn't work the first time, just keep going back to uh, to doing that. So intros and exits, challenging sections and then uh, the full song. So okay. and musicians, listen to your MP3s. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, if yes. someone sends you music uh, and they even sheet music and, and you know, MP3s. Listen to it before listen, you rehearse. Yeah. And, and my thing is, is listen, because the MP3 is going to be more, because I know I've, you know, a lot of my charts are, I have to like redo a lot of these charts because I get back musicians say, you know, this is really wrong. This is not what I heard on the MP3. And right. because I don't necessarily read that part on that musician, you know, I don't, I didn't realize that it was wrong. Um, so the MP3 becomes even more, um, you know, and I always, when I give charts and stuff, I say, please, if there's ever a discrepancy, go with the MP3. Go with the MP3. Even if that chart says right. rewrite it, rechange it, go with the MP3. Um, and then I was just going to say, as a vocalist, I do do the rehearsal, the sequence of the songs a little bit different. And that's only because as vocalists, there's lyrics, there's there's a lot going on. And so when you're having to just go in those, if I just go to that middle of this transition, I'm lost now in like, what right, was I saying? Right. <laughs> you? Right, so, right, right. so what we typically do for vocals, we, I actually usually start by singing the whole song from front to end and just go through gotcha. it with whatever we, you know, and so, and then we can take note of, okay, when we got to the bridge, we sucked. Or every time we hit this transition, it was messed up. And then we'll go back to those parts that, you yeah. know, were really, were really rough and, you know, work our way through. But yeah, well, so, this is good. All right, this is this is really good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I had this idea to talk about that, and and I knew you could give a, a whole mm, different perspective mm. and 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 enough experience behind it. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting me all. I'm having post traumatic stress because I'm like, oh lord, I got some rehearsals coming up. <laughs> I know. I'm I know. scared. I'm scared. <laughs> but yeah. Nah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's 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 been fun doing these things, doing these shows, and yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from doing these things, and that's that's yeah. the reason why we're doing these this this podcast is we're trying to help folks to to do it right from the beginning. Absolutely, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. So, all right, perfect, perfect. All right, well, thank you, Kenya, for another entertaining and enlightening yes. podcast. Yes, thank you for always coming up with these fantastic topics and questions. That's awesome. You do a, a fantastic job with that. So, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening. And we hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave us a comment on our page. If you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at info at creatingcrimson.com or drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbizbiz.com. If you would like to schedule a consultation session with Creating Crimson, you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the website at creatingcrimson.com. If you would like registration services for your music project, you can visit makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com and go to the registration services page. Please fill out the contact form and we will get back with you promptly. If you are interested in advertising on our podcast, please send us an email at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com.